How would you like a little controversy all up in your face, Sir Lord Travis? I like I like controversy, as they would say in the UK. Controversy, controversy, controversy. There's going to be some of that today on this episode of the Nifty Show as we welcome the CEO of Quid, Michael Bramlage, is going to be joining us. We're going to be talking about the Twitter polls that they ran this week to discuss which of the blockchains their mintables should be mintable too. We've got Randy from Crypto Slam, and then they are going to be among us. Who's that? Well, the imposter punks being all impostery and stuff. So with that, I think it's time for us to kick off this episode of The Nifty Show. Here we go. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles. We call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go. It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. It is the Nifty Show. We're feeling nifty. It's episode number 67. Ooh. Really kind of spiffy. This is a fun one, and um, we got some great guests on today, including uh, a really powerful project that uh, keeps track of all the NFTs, and he's also in Kansas City. Oh, snap. Sorry about the lighting in here. Uh, I am in my new office in the loft in my condo in Puerto Rico, and all there is is like this backlighting, and uh, the air conditioner's out. The repairman's already been once today. It's leaking. It's frozen. So it's hot up here. And uh, But it's okay. Oh, I got my standing desk, too. I'm standing once again. It arrived um, yesterday from Anonymous. Uh, I'm sorry, not Anonymous. <laughs> Anonymous. We're sending you a desk. <laughs> Autonomous. <laughs> AutonomousAI.com. We're going to be talking about them in the future. And we're going to make a video of these cool desks because they sent them to us and they're awesome um, but actually actually the lighting in joel's place is just really fine he's just been working on his epic tan <laughs> i'm, just, tan I'm, I'm too dark yeah it's the worst the lighting's gonna be for him on the video so when we talk about nfts and tracking them we go to coin gecko to see market cap but when we want to they kind of track kind of sort of but not really they track the coins. If you want to track the actual NFT world, you need to go to CryptoSlam.io. This is the place to go. I'm bringing it up on the screen right now, and I'm bringing in our special guest for this episode, at least for this first segment. Randy Weisinger is coming on in to join us right now. He is the founder, chief cook and bottle washer at CryptoSlam. Randy, welcome to the Nifty Show. Thanks for having me, Joel. My, my son just came in like literally when I was uh, coming online. He, uh, he came in to probably find out if he can play PlayStation right now or something. Oh. Well, yeah, he can just tell him to keep it down. He can play. We're, we're family oriented here. We don't mind a little bit of, you know, kids walking. It's not like, uh, you know, those, those Zoom meetings where the guy's kid comes in. He's like, get over here. Come get your child. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do that. Uh, so yeah, it's my day. You when know. did you find this? Let's let's start at the beginning. Yeah. When did you start Crypto Slam? Late 2018 would have oh. been when it yeah it started. I think the the website first appeared in a January or first of February in 2019, but I, I started it in 2018. Well, that's that's really early on. So when you first started this thing. You know, what was the uh, what was the sort of spark? Right. So there was not a whole lot of NFTs going on yet. Right. So you had crypto kitties and and and, and uh, crypto punks and some other stuff. But like so you, you saw this really early. What what brought your attention to NFTs? Well, I'm a collector and I had just started getting in, into blockchain like a lot of people due to the, you know, the the, you know, I guess the first the first boom, you know, of Bitcoin back in when was that 2017 or whatever. I was on the tail end of that. Um, and anyway, so then I heard about NFTs. And as a collector, I heard about MLB Champions, if you've ever okay, heard, okay. heard that project. And I went in deep 
uh, early on and, you know, uh, dumped way too much cash into that. I don't know if that's going to come up, Joel. Well, what, what was it? Was it MLB? Nope, that's not it. What was the site? MLB champions. Well, they've still, I mean, uh, you're still keeping track of them. And they're yeah. number 65 over the last 30 days. They've sold four. It's, well, I guess about a, a little over about an ETH and a half or so. Of them. So people are still trading them. But I think the project's dead after two seasons. Yeah, there you go. I was just curious if the, if the website even even still came up. But yeah, it, it is. It's the first officially licensed um, NFT from a from a major sports franchise. So so yeah, I got in on that in 2018 and uh, bought a lot of those. Wait, does that mean so? Just because the game is over, they're still NFTs, right? So now they're pure collectibles, right? If you've got these, it's like having an early set of something. That, um, that is now defunct, but they're still collectible. So, Joel, in a, in a sense, like you hit the nail on the head with why CryptoSlam originally existed, it was, you know, what if this ever goes away? Because I'm a, I'm a baseball card collector. And just because Bowman or whoever went out of business at, at, at some point uh, along the way, and they got bought by Tops, obviously. But you know, these things are still collectible. They still exist. They should they should persist in perpetuity. And so, I felt like there needed to be some sort of record of that, um, just in case these went away. Um, and, and also, you know, at that time there was it was a big disorganized mess. It was just a lot of things being minted on the blockchain, and you didn't know how many. Um, Maybe you did, but it just wasn't it, it just wasn't organized in a way where it was easy to find. So it just kind of started out like as a not as a hobby, but um, I don't know, like an experiment of, you know, will people care about organizing this besides me? It definitely interested me, but I didn't know if, if anybody else would care. And I found out pretty quick that others that were, were into MLB champions like myself did care. I found that out pretty quick. And. That would have been February 2019. Um, Crypto Slam was was well received by those in the community, and so yeah. So then I just I just rolled with it. So the you know these this is mine. I bought a few. I know Travis has some. Um, so there's a market out there. I people them from some from the end of season one. Actually, I think most of mine are from season two. Yeah. So there is there a market for these still? Because it's trading on uh, Crypto Slam. Uh, where is it at? Oh, right there. No, that's tops. No, that's tops. No, you you would need to look at I don't know, maybe thirty days. There might be some, and yeah, that's what we need to look at. Thirty days, and and it's number sixty five overall. Yeah, I'd say it's a small market. Um, the the bull in me thinks that this is going to to moon cat someday. Mm -hmm. I'm being honest. Um, that doesn't mean that it will, of course, but uh, you know, you would think at some point collectors, uh, you know, mainstream collectors would care about, oh, well, who, where was, what was the first set? You know, how do you get a Shohei Otani rookie crypto uh, from 2018 or Juan Soto or Ronald Acuna Jr.? Uh, I think like the, the success of Tops could help spur some interest too, um, just as this gains more wide uh, or, or mainstream attention, but it just hasn't quite happened yet. Maybe someday, who knows? What, what I want to know is, is that is Randy, is that this is brilliant. Like you're pulling in all of this sales volume from all these different properties. You're showing all time sales volume, by the way, blockchain heroes, Joel, all time is number 31, which is nice. Crazy. Nice. Uh, how are you pulling in all this data, man? Cause this is impressive. Well, a while back, I, I, hired a guy to, to help me out. Like I, I think I did most of it myself at first. It wasn't that tough when it was just one project, but then uh, once things started to expand and I wanted to do more with it, yeah, it wasn't that one. And, and he's, he's pretty good and uh, he's still around. And, and since then, since all the craziness in, in January, it's, it's definitely a function of, of expanding the team and getting developers who can bring this, stuff in bring the pipes in from all of the all of the different blockchains and uh, all of the different minting standards uh, i remember it was it was like uh yeah we want to do blockchain heroes but it's on the atomic asset standard and so i think i think you were the first one and it's like well sh we were like we were the first one yeah. uh and we were the first one on atomic to uh only take wax for yeah. our sale 
no dirty fiat. Yeah, so we had to, you know, react to that. And, um, you know, so to answer your question, Travis, it's just developers. The, the team's grown to where we've got, you know, um, hopefully we're in a better spot to, you know, I, I see 85 pro projects on there and it still bothers me because I know there's a lot more than 85 out there. There's more stuff we need to track. And so that's part of the scaling up. That's, that's another question. Do people reach out to you and say, hey, we have a project we want you to track? Or are, are you finding them on your own? Like how do, how do the new projects filter their way into your guy, into CryptoSlam? It's both. Um, ideally, they wouldn't have to reach out to us. We would just be so good that we have everybody listed as, as soon as they, they become relevant, I guess. Um, but in practice, they're, uh, you know, I guess they see the value in, in being listed. You know, it's, we've had a, had a pretty good uh, run recently and they, they come to us and say, hey, can we, can we get on? So that it's, it's a combination of both. This one came out of nowhere. Like, I'm like, what the hell is the board eight? You know, so this is another Ethereum project, right? With a bunch of one of ones in there and somehow it caught on and uh, board apes are, are selling. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty popular. That was one of those where they didn't come to us. It was like, you know, this is obviously relevant and we'll get shout outs on Twitter too. It's like, Hey, you know, why, why is board ape not up there? You know, your rankings stink because board ape should be number three or number four or one, whatever it is. And so it's like, yeah, that, that gets our attention because we want, we want those to be relevant. And, and you don't, you don't want to stink. Yeah. That'd be yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people want to know when is an app coming? When is a what Crypt coming? A, a crypto slam app, uh, a native app for iPhone and, and iOS so we can track everything right here. You know, I would I would say it's it's not imminent. I, I would hope it at someday um you know we've kind of got the funding where we can we can go that route as well. As of now we've we've decided to just stick to you know we we're, we're available on mobile but it's not apps it's not you know designed for it for an app. There's you know there's some pretty good ones out there that are showing up anyway that um you know are, are allowing you to showcase your collections. I think it's, it's in the roadmap, but it, it's not imminent. Look at these prices here, Travis, on uh, the Gary V friends, secondary markets on this stuff where people are paying for, for some of these here. Look at this $38,000. Yeah. Have you been getting those offers on yours? Like I, I, I've been getting, I got a ridiculous offer the other day on the gift goat. How much? Mine was 13 and a half. Yeah, I've had 13 and a half has been the highest one that I've been offered as well. Here you go. Somebody somebody two days ago paid 15.75. I'm like, I want to see the gifts he sends me, but you know what? If uh, somebody wants to give me 20 crap ETH, I'll take it. We'll call it a day. I mean, somebody did 18.55 here. So anybody out there wants to give me 20 ETH? Because these things, you can't get them. They're sold out. They are uh, in hot demand. So no gifts for you unless you have a goat. All right, they're going for 40 35 and 40,000. So rumors must be that Gary's going to be bopping out some great, great gifts on that. This is crazy. Randy, I tell you, bro, you're doing an amazing job, not only on the website, but just for the overall NFT community. So for one, man, I just want to say thank you for the hard work that you're putting in on this thing. And I can see this thing blowing up over time as more and more people become aware of it. And I wouldn't be surprised if you got some VCs coming at your door saying, hey, if you need some funding to take this thing to the next level, because you've built an amazing product so far, and I could see you scaling this thing up nicely. Thanks. Thanks for the kind word words, uh, Travis. Uh, there's definitely big plans, and, and there's there's been, um, you know, Crypto Slam got, I would say, I would say lucky with the success of NBA Top Shot, um, really helped drive interest, I guess, like, for the longest time, I didn't talk to anybody all day long, except for like uh, the developer I was working with. And then all of a sudden when, uh, um, you know, Crypto Slam, or, or I'm sorry, when NBA Top Shot started getting big, like Crypto Slam's exposure went up with it. And so to your point about like like investors and media, and now all of a sudden I'm, I'm getting people reach out to me every single day, you know, wanting to know what we're up to. And, um, you know, yeah, so it's, it's, it's been a crazy ride for sure. We've obviously got things we need to fix, like see how that's that's slow loading. Like that's that's kind of a function right. of why we've, you know, why we've we've been like we've taken in some investor money already from from Mark Cuban among others. 
Oh. And uh, yeah, it's kind of going to help help scale this thing to where, you know, every page loads lightning fast and, and you don't have to wait for, for the database to do its thing. I guess it's looking at my collection. Rico Internet, so there's some problems too. I guess it's looking at my collection right now, right? It's trying to pull up what I've got because I logged in with my wax wallet. I wish I'd say it's it's that sophisticated. It it knows your collection. It's just slow at pulling it up. Oh, this is uh, okay. Yeah. So this is everybody's collection. Yeah. So this this is a hidden gem. A lot of you might not know that it's in here. When you go to collections, you can pull up uh, any of the collections that are here, and you can see who's got <clears throat> the most complete, right, from the whole set. So let's see where I am on the box maze. Um, I saw you down there a little bit. We had you highlighted. Um, it, it'll say you under owner. See that with the check mark? Um, scroll up just a little bit. There oh, there it is. There it is. I'm number 17. <clears throat> so come on, ee1qm.wam, step up your game and catch me if you can, because I got to catch Blopsy.za right there. What's a, what, what's a feature here that people might not know they can do on CryptoSlam that you think is really cool? Thinking, I would have said collection rankings, which you just pulled up. It was a big okay. hit like with the, the GPK community a year ago right. at the time. Um, you know, uh, it's at, at some point, like there's, there's people that really care about their garbage pill kids, series one collection rankings, which, which mm -hmm. are pulling up now. Um, and, and they try to try to jump from number six to number mm -hmm. five and, um, you know, beyond, I guess. So, yeah, I would say that's a hidden gem. Um, it, it, it bugs me that it's, it's not pulling up fast, but that's, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's a function of like the amount of data and just with everything growing with wax, like alien worlds, to be honest, and NBA top shot in particular, just killed our database. Mm -hmm. And we fixed most of it, you know, but it, it's still, it's like a, there's like a big overhaul coming to where all this stuff comes up fast. And, you know, we're going to improve to like these collection rankings to where they're not hidden gems, like expose it on uh, the website better to where it's, oh like feature these, these top collections, like whoever KVDAU is, you know, he or she has the best series one collection. You know, I think wow. that's highlighted on, on the, I just say why am I not coming up? I don't know. It might be because your, your wallet's connected. Maybe. I mean, this, this pulls from simple too, right? Yes. Oh, is it because I moved all of my garbage pill from simple to atomic? Heck yeah, yeah, we, series one. Yeah, we we've got a lot of that ported over, but I don't I don't think we worked out all the bugs. If you've used the bridge, so got that's it. I guess. Are you guys tracking the stuff that's staked on our planet too? Uh, I'd have to check on that. I'm not sure to be honest. I am curious how many cards overall are staked. Like that, it seems to me that that wallet that, that the multi-sig wallet for our planet has to have i don't know shit 30 percent of the nfts on wax are probably yeah. now on our planet well you can see right here if you go to the staking um it shows you exactly how many are staked for each property cool. so there's there's 2.6 million alien worlds cards uh, out there yeah i didn't even know there was that many cards holy cow yeah oh they because people mine and they get the cards. There's 175,000 blockchain heroes cards that are staked 198,000 garbage jail kids. Well, Randy, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate Crypto Slam. Uh, appreciate you getting our projects listed as quickly as you have. And uh, we, we wish you much success that a, uh, you become a unicorn and, and get a big horn right here in your head. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And if there's ever a, another project or whatever for you, we can help in any way just holler and we'll get it figured out if there's if there's ever another project dude we got so many projects coming it's gonna go make your crypto slam KC. <laughs> go chiefs go royals there you go, awesome thanks randy take Bye. care that was awesome yeah good stuff all right let's jump into some controversy right now it turns out it's not going to be all that controversial we're going to get a lot of clarity right here because uh oh, in harmony bro yeah that's what we're all about last week uh there was multiple polls on twitter as the quit app asked people 
which blockchain they wanted to mint their Quid mintables to. There's certain mint, uh, collectibles within Quid that have a little gold box that says they're mintable, um, only they're not yet. And the final poll was a competition between Harmony Protocol and Wax. And with us today to discussify all of the things around the poll, minting NFTs, and the future of Quid is none other than the CEO of Quid, Mr. Michael Bramlage. Michael, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Joel, for having me. Can you guys hear me okay? Am I coming through loud you. and clear? Fantastic. We hear you, we see you, we can even smell you just a little bit. That's a nice cologne you're wearing. You bet, you bet. Very good. So, uh, Quid is rocking it. Um, you know, you're part of the Anamoka Brands family. And starting recently, you added Mintables to the app, where certain high-level cards, packs, rewards have this little gold box next to them that says they're Mintable. Only that hasn't started yet. So what? maybe explain to us what that means from Quid's perspective, that they're Mintable. Yeah, I think if we zoom way, way, way out um, and we think about Quid on the blockchain, our metaphor for, for that is um, it's a lot like physical trading cards. With physical trading cards, if you have a great baseball card that's 30 years old, you should be able to authenticate it, grade it, insure it, store it in a vault. You're going to want to take extra special care of that item and separate it out from the rest of your binder. So our approach to, to, to the blockchain is actually very, very unique in the sense that um, we, can, we can work with various blockchains, but what we're actually working with is, uh, is old items, items that are two years old, three years old, four years old, that have appreciated in value to the point where the collector says, look, this is super special. This deserves to be on the blockchain. Um, so that's really our strategy. That's our approach. As it relates to mintables themselves, basically um, a small portion of items on quid in circulation are currently mintables. Over time, that sliver of the pie is going to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow to the point where what is special now for being a mintable hopefully is applied to every single item uh, available in circulation on quid. And what a mintable actually means is um, in the future, anyone who owns the mintable on quid will be able to associate their crypto wallet and move it to their blockchain of choice. Now that's huge. There's a lot of different blockchains out there that, you know, people might want to choose to, right, to send their, send their stuff to. So I guess you guys are creating a multi-chain sort of marketplace bridge? That, that's exactly it. Uh, and it's probably multiple bridges at the end of the day. Um, here's, here's how we think about it. Um, probably a year or two ago, if you had asked our team uh, about the blockchain, um, we would assume it's one thing like the blockchain. The reality is there's multiple blockchains, right? Some are old, some are new, some are mature and handle a high transaction volume. Some are just getting, you know, just getting started. Each chain really has their own unique characteristics to it. Um, once we came to speed, uh, came up to speed on that, we realized, look, maybe it's not up to us to make the decision. It should really be up to the collector. And so actually our role in this whole process is to give our collectors as many chains as possible to choose from for them to mint their, their collectibles too. Uh, so our stance is really to be as multi-chain as possible, uh, to, to, to not be exclusive, uh, and ultimately to leave it up to the collector. I mean, it might seem like we're, <laughs> we're being cowards in terms of not making a definitive one-way decision on a single exclusive chain, but the reality is I think it's the most collector-friendly way to do it, where we say, look, if you prefer Wax, or you prefer Harmony, we wanna offer all the options to you so you can move it to the place where you feel most comfortable. Well, this is where the controversy came in. You had several rounds of polling and, and Harmony and Wax made it to the final round. And then this poll hit and there was a record number of votes, 75,095 votes. And the numbers were, were ridiculous. Like none of the previous polls had seen this, which tells us that in all likelihood, both sides may have been using, you know, bots to, uh, to vote, setting up quick accounts and voting. It's a Twitter poll. Was this ever meant to be considered, oh, we're going to see what people vote and then that's going to be our decision? No, I, I, I honestly no. And I would fire myself if we made such a significant 
strategic decision based on a, a single vote. Uh, the real intent of this was to take the pulse of the communities uh, and get to understand where a lot of the passion lied. Uh, so, you know, if somebody won, if someone didn't win, uh, the sort of best outcome of all that is actually we really took the pulse and understand now who's super, super passionate about NFTs. Um, so you can come in second, you can come in third, and by no means are you a loser because the implication of it is we've learned. The implication is not, well, you came in third or fourth and we'll never work with you or you'll never be offered up as one of the gateways for minting on quid. So uh, I hope we weren't misleading in that regard. I thought we were fairly clear in the structure of the question to say, like, you know, what is your preference as opposed to help us make the definitive decision? Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate that some people, you know, misread it. It's unfortunate that uh, there was sort of a understanding that this was, you know, <laughs> definitive and utterly concrete. Uh, but I will say though, like for Wax and for, for Flow and the other chains that, that didn't sort of win, we learned a lot and those communities are fantastic. And we're, we're, we're eager to work with those communities just as we are to, uh, eager to work with Harmony. Hmm. So who, who were the ones that didn't win? Like, and you had like what, eight different... Yeah, yeah, we, it, yeah, yeah. Right? Ethereum. What was kind of the stacking order? Pardon me. So, what was the stacking order? So, Harmony, and then what? Wax and Flow, and then who were I think some it was, of the other ones that were up there? Yeah, Harmony, and then Wax, um, and I think Flow and Ethereum. That was the top four. Uh, the order for number three, number four might be different than what I just stated. Um, look but look at these numbers here. All right, look, look, look at these numbers here. Semifinal number one, Ethereum versus Harmony, 1,744 votes, and Harmony somehow beats Ethereum, you know, by three to one. Uh, honestly, that, how is that even possible? No, I know. Now, now, what I've seen, Harmony appears to be a really great chain with a lot of really great partners, but I don't yeah. see any NFTs. And when you're comparing Harmony to Flow that has some NFTs, Ethereum that has a metric crap ton, and Wax that has a metric crap ton. How is it even a competition? Uh, well, I, I actually think that um, maybe this is a bit of counter-programming or a different way to read it, but um, they've got a lot of Twitter followers who came out uh, en masse in force to vote for this, uh, that they've got a very passionate community and not a lot of NFTs actually might be the most fertile environment in which to issue uh -huh. NFTs. If you're a Harmonaut and you're big on it, these are really some of the first NFTs you're going to see on chain ever. So no, I hate to say- That's a really good, that is a really good sort of a, aha. Oh, yeah. if you're doing NFTs, maybe on Harmony might not be a bad idea. I have a question for you around this. So let's say I'm I want to mint my NFT that I got on Quid, but I want to go mint it on Wax, and I go mint it on Wax. Joel takes his, he goes and mints it on Ethereum, and then somebody takes a picture and saves the image of it, and then they go and put it on Ethereum or something, and they say, hey, here's the one, it's official, I got it from Quid. Like, how? I know people are going to ask this, how do you verify authenticity once it gets sent over to another chain? Um a lot of it's baked into the custom smart contract. One of the reasons why it makes it um, kind of a complex project for us uh, is you really have to bake in all of those important like authentication mechanisms into the contract itself. Uh, and what it means is not like a single contract per IP per chain. It's probably multiple contracts per IP um, per chain across many chains. Right, so uh, it truly is a very complex menu of options that we have to offer up. But yeah, in terms of the authentication question, um, we're really working hard to put as much of the metadata um, on chain as well as much uh, as much of the media on chain as possible. Um, the other piece is um, when you mint an item from Quid on chain, it obviously moves to your crypto wallet, and you can do certain things with that item because of what might get built around that blockchain's ecosystem. But it also doesn't mean that it gets deleted from, from Quid. In effect, what we can do is make Quid an application layer that subscribes to items that you have in your Quid binder, but also subscribes to items you have in an associated crypto wallet. So we can use, we can use Quid to still surface these items once they live on chain. We can also use Quid as the authentication mechanism. Um, so there's a bit of a sort of a, a safety valve there 
to protect against the, you know, this the screenshot put, scenario. Click on it, whoop, and it sends you over like this is the place it got minted over here on wax, and here it is. That's huge. I yeah, say, sure. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Michael. Well, no, no, no. It's to say, like, look, it's it, it's um. Uh, what's nice about the quid collectibles that we have is they're following a very similar path to how physical collectible collectibles have matured. Uh, it's a very organic path as well, but there's a significant number of vintage digital collectibles on quid that have a mythology that have cultural significance that have relevance that have all these little bits and bobs of metadata associated with them beyond just their print count, their print number, the edition, the date they were released how many past owners they have, their provenance, all of that stuff we're working really hard to bottle up so that A, it's totally verified and B, as much of that can live can live sort of on-chain as possible. Because look, let's be honest, the value of these things is not just the image itself, right? If it were, a problem would arise from someone taking the screenshot. The value is all the good stuff that exists around the collectible, the metadata, the mythology uh, that can make these objects so special. Look at uh, all of these different brands there. We're big fans of Quid and, and uh, we're really excited that the blockchain heroes have done so well. This is all time. We just came out six weeks ago and we're number four on all time. And if you go to the last 30 days, we kicked everybody's ass, even Marvel. So thank you to the Quid community for responding so beautifully to, to blockchain heroes. Uh, Michael, I want to clear up one other thing because there's people in the live channel and I've also seen on Twitter that are saying the poll was a scam. Harmony owns Quid. I don't think that's true, is it? Uh, no, no, it's not. Um, I believe Harmony invested in Animoca Brands back in 2019. But I, I, I've seen our cap table. I, I, I know who participates in Quid as a wholly owned subsidiary of Animoca. Um, and it isn't, isn't Harmony. Uh, but we love Harmony. They're very good partners of ours. We look forward to minting NFTs um, onto, onto, their, onto their blockchain. Uh, and to the question of the scam as well, um, I think we should say it that we love Wax too. Um, I think Wax probably is the most OG of chains in terms of NFTs. Frankly, there's probably a lot of the Wax community that that are on wax and may have come over from like opskins, right? And, and, and things that preceded it, right? So um, we have a lot of love and frankly, a lot of respect for the wax community simply because they've been doing this probably longer than, than anybody. Um, and so the response, yeah, it wasn't great to be accused of a scam or whatever, but at the same time, like, I don't, doesn't really matter to me. Like we've got thick skin. What I love is the passion, right? And I can't wait till we can start minting um, digital collectibles onto Wax. So these right here, these mintables that I have in my Blockchain Heroes wallet, I'm an avid collector. I had to buy these just like everybody else. Like there were no handouts to the Blockchain Heroes team. So my collection is number 14 of all Blockchain Heroes collections. And I have picked up and paid for uh, these mintables here because I know that these are going to wax. Can we just say that clearly right now that all blockchain heroes cards, your choice will be mint them to the official hero account on wax. 100%. Uh, <laughs> and it's not just that I like you guys. It, it's really truly that our strategy is to be multi-chain and to give the collector the permanent home that they want for every single item in their collection. So um you know that that's how you know I'm not I'm not BSing you. Uh, yeah, blockchain well, wait heroes. A wait a second. So this is a little contradictory to that. Uh, so if somebody wants to take a Genesis and go mint it on Ethereum, then they they can, right? Is that what you're saying? Not not if not if we say we're the creators of the project. Uh, so yes. as creators of the project, uh -huh. right? Yeah, and they, right, right, exactly. And th this has actually been very helpful for us in terms of conversations with licensors, right? We've got a lot of trust with them in the sense that we've been around for five years. Our collectibles, in many cases, are you know four or five years old, and we've got a proven track record of working with the world's top brands. But also being multi-chain um, allows them to maybe hedge their bets. Also allows them to have some control over to which chain they they'd like to mint. So you guys, as the creator of these, uh, if you say wax and only wax, if you say wax first with a windowing period of twelve months. Um, it's your IP that you issued into the system. So you should have the ability to make that, to make that decision. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 
Yeah, I guess I would say this, and I, I hopefully this isn't a bit of a walk back, but our intent is to every extent possible, allow all of our collectors to move all of their items to any chain of choice. There will be some case by case things where the licensor or the content creator can specify the chain, like the menu of options, a most favorable chain, or in some cases, an exclusive chain. And I believe BCH will be the first of our mintables to be put onto wax. Is that correct, Joel? That is correct. We're, uh, we're working, in fact, uh, um, you and I are talking behind the scenes about helping us get there faster. Uh, look at this. I got a number one Ethermage psychedelic right here that I paid 35 bucks for. So you guys should know, while we can't tell you what the value of anything is going to be, these variations of cards from Series 1 they're not available in the packs that you buy in WAP. So when people start minting these to WAPs and they show up on Atomic, it's going to be like, what? Where did those come from? How did, where, what? I don't remember seeing those in packs. So I think some of them are going to be super rare. Yeah. I have a question, Michael, around this. So, you know, uh, Blockchain Heroes, we're going to be able to mint those. Uh, and that's, that's awesome. Really excited about that. But what I'm also excited about is what you're talking about, those four and five year old assets that folks are having, right? Like Marvel and Panini and some of those other Epic cards sets. Like when are those going to be mintable? Because I got some Kobe's that I that I think that are pretty valuable. Uh, I've got some very valuable Kobe's as well uh, and some LeBron's too. So uh, I'm in the same boat as you. Unfortunately, I can't comment on like a, you know, uh, any individual uh, case with a, with a licensor. I also don't like to speculate on it because I don't want to try to manipulate the market. Um, I guess what I, what I can say on a general level is the conversations we've had with various licensors where we talk a lot about, you know, collector agency, the collector should make the determination and multi-chain support, right? And the ability to buy things off-chain which is obviously very accessible, right? Like we think our unique place in this world is we can get a digital collectible that could be minted later as an NFT in the hands of somebody who doesn't have a crypto wallet, doesn't hold cryptocurrency and might not even have a credit card. Like we can literally get NFTs in the hands of people in 60 seconds or less, which we believe makes quit an amazing front door for the world of, uh, of NFTs to potentially billions of people. So in those conversations, that's being received really, really, really well. Um, and I think it's just one of these things that make, make all of this an eventuality, um, just given that the proposition is, is, is so strong. So again, can't comment on a specific license or brand here or there, other than saying um, we've had very strong success with the brands that, that are mintables. Uh, Atari is a great example. There's probably a reason why Atari was outselling other top brands that have been around for a while. In large part, it's because it has the minting capability associated with it. Um, and all of that are just wonderful proof points and data points that we you know, routinely bring back to our licensors uh, to present to them the business opportunity. Um, and I will say this as well, if this is any, any comfort, but but um, yeah, like we're basically not gonna rest until 100% of the items in our uh, you know, in our catalog that are in circulation can be put to, you know, five, six, seven chains um, at that collect collector's discretion. Very nice. Look at this. I've got, I've got the uh, collection of Atari cartridge mintables here uh, as well. There's eight of them. And I love it. I love just knowing that they're sitting there and at some point I'm going to be able to put them on chain. They don't have to go anywhere right now. I'm good. Whatever it happens, it happens. But eventually, they're going to go over there. So. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's an important part. It's it's not just what uh, what is minted. It's not just where it is minted, which obviously multi chain. It's it's when it is minted, right? You know, there's a lot of a lot of criticism of Ethereum and gas fees. Well, if Ethereum is your preferred blockchain and that's where you want to see these items live in you know in perpetuity for forever, well, you can be selective as to when you want to mint those to avoid high gas fees, right? Um, so ultimately. I don't think we can do any wrong if we work hard to give the collector as much choice uh, as possible. Um, one last announcement, and that is um, you guys, have, we're also delighted with the relationship that we've had with Quid, that we've talked to the team and you guys are like, what else you got? And so we are pleased to announce right here and now that Blockchain Heroes First Strike 
which is our series two release, will be the next set that will be made available on Quid. All 20 heroes, all 20. Actually, I think we might be combining First Strike and uh, Stomp Wars to do 25 heroes and 25 villains all at once. Yeah. Um, so get your collectors, you know, hat on because villains are coming. And if the, the Quid community thought the heroes were cool in Series 1, wait till they see you know, how we upped our game in series two and also brought these badass villains. Like they're going to yeah. flip their crap when they see res feed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm thrilled about it as well. There's one more part I want to put in here that, that I think we haven't discussed yet. That's very, very important. Quid's been around for over five years. Quid has, there are at least 7 million people, 7 million unique people on the planet that own at least one Quid collectible in their collection. It's a very, very large audience. Many of them are no coiners. Many of them are probably like, what is wax, right? Our ability to work with, you know, uh, crypto native brands like Blockchain Heroes and distribute them through our primary market and have them circulate in our aftermarket is great marketing for wax, right? You're reaching an audience on Quid that joined three years ago, not even knowing what the blockchain was, right? But just buying digital collectibles because they love the brand, want to complete sets, want to compete, want some prestige of having something very, very valuable, right? So there's this added benefit of introducing the world of wax to our community, right? Or introducing, uh, you know, heroes and villains from the world of blockchain in in sort of mintable format with these with these set drops. So this cross-pollinating of communities, I think, is super, super, super important. And again, on the wax, you know, comment, I think it's going to be awesome to see that community continue to step up to welcome uh, quids, non-crypto collectors into the world, into the world of crypto. Because the reality is that's what we want, right? We all want an ever-expanding pie because it means more liquidity. It means more people. It means higher prices. It means more intellectual property. Uh, a growing pie is ultimately good for, for everybody involved. I just bought that right there live. I thought that was so cool. I like to go in here and go, all right, what are the, the, the rarer cards that are for sale? And I'll go in, I'll say, all right, first thing I look at is the print count. I want to know how rare are they, right? And I see here, this is a one of one. That's why it's five grand. This is a one of two, this is a two of three. And I look for the, the deals of the really low supply because if this stuff becomes mintable, um, then, I mean, there's only three of these, the I Am Venom Award, three of them, period. And this is number one, it's 225 bucks. Will that be worth more when, if and when minted? I think so, I don't know for sure, but it's fun to speculate. Um, absolutely. And the cool part about those awards actually is we have some collecting metagames that other experiences don't have that really get you swept up in, in collecting. So any, in any case where you see that blue kind of capsule or pill icon underneath the item, that, that sort of signifies it's an award item. It probably took some blood, sweat, and tears from the original collector to, to unlock it. Um, and then you've obviously got just the added benefit of having a low, a low print comp, which means it's obviously more scarce more scarce than other objects. So it's not just that it's a one of three, it's that really the collector that originally got it had to go through some pain to get it. But the good news is that just makes it more special. Mike, thanks for coming on the Quid app. You guys go download it, check it out, get your fill of blockchain heroes, Marvel, Panini, um, Bob's Burgers, among my favorite, the regular show, lots of great brands there. And uh, we'll look forward to future releases and getting those damn things minted to wax. <laughs> I agree. It's coming soon. Thanks, guys. Take Thanks, care. Mike. Take care. Sir Lord Travis, Pete the Creator, is in the house. What's happening, Pete? How are you doing? You well? Doing good. Doing I really well, man. It's Pete the Creator, not an imposter. That's my disguise. Oh. It's, a, it's imposter oh. Pete. Mm. On brand. Yeah, leads us to our next segment here. This is a project that um, I came upon uh, while surfing Nefty Blocks. So if you paid for that banner on there, Pete, it was well spent because I spotted it. I reached out to you. I saw this. I'm like, oh, these look like Among Us characters, uh, but they're called imposter punks. And this is kind of like Wax's answer to, to the, the Nifty, or to the, what, are, what are they called? Crypto punks. Yeah. Right? That's it, yeah. Um, I just felt that Wax needed 
a character collectibles project, you know, that matched what ETH projects were doing, you know. I thought there's a lot of the trading cards and that sort of thing, but nothing from what I could see offered a project where there was, you know, 2,000 unique characters. So that's where this, this sort of came about. And there's a bit more to it than it, you know, it's all split into chapters. So I don't know how much you've looked into the, the website. And well, go ahead and tell, tell us about the project. It's a, the, the floor is yours, good sir. Lovely stuff. So yeah, so basically, yeah, there's, there's a narrative that runs through 10 chapters, essentially. And I've not given too much away at this stage, but we've got chapter one has, has been dropped. As, as you can see, we've got the, um, the imposter punks. And the way the project set up is every sort of two to three weeks, hopefully, we'll be dropping either a new set of characters, there may be some bits and pieces with blends, some collabs, just introducing different characters, different things that the imposters meet on their journey. Um, I think, I don't know if you've got our Twitter up or access to that, but we dropped a little roadmap visual the other day, um, a couple of days ago, that sort of shows a couple of little visual clues as to what might be to come in some of the later oh. chapters. But Let's follow that. There you go. Neftyblocks.com forward slash C forward slash imposter punk and just imposter punks here on the Twitters. Oh, look at this. Sir Travis, you have a question? You're just going to stand there and look handsome. I'm actually getting my 2FA right now because I see that there are still some Chapter 1 punks available. I was like, oh, I need to snag. I need to snag. Yeah, plenty still available. I mean, we, we took, I say we, I took the approach of um, rather than sort of building up, you know, two or three week, four week, however long, you know, marketing plan to sort of hype and build some awareness of the project. I just thought I want to get it out there and I want to use the project as my marketing tool because where we've got the chapters, I think it makes more sense as the sort of the narrative and the story progresses, if that makes, makes any sense. So like when chapter two comes into play, which is fairly soon, that will sort of follow on from this chapter and make more sense of chapter one and what's going to happen in chapter three. So, so as time goes on, this, the pieces will start sort of coming together. So, you know, we're a big fan of supporting independent projects. I encourage you guys to go to neftyblocks.com forward slash C forward slash imposter punk, and you'll see that this drop right here. Um, and uh, there, you can go grab one. And are there, are there some of them that are more rare? Are there like other attributes that are harder to come by? Like there are other one-of-one one type of uh, sets? Yeah, definitely. So if, if you, if, I don't know if you've got our website up on, on one of your tabs there, but we've got... Um, yeah, what's the official uh, website? It's just imposterpunks.com. It's giving me a weird error that I've not seen in a while. It says... Uh, Trans transaction declares authority, but does not have signatures for it under a delay of zero uh, milliseconds, something, something. Just try it again. Just do it again. Yeah. Uh, unless, unless you don't have enough RAM or something assigned to it. It could be that you need CPU or something. It's uh, staked a little bit. I just bought right. So it should be good on that. But I tell you what, these are, these are cute. So what was the inspiration for these? And are you designing all these yourself? Or are you using some sort of generating program to, to, to turn these out? Yeah, I mean, I create the, all the graphics, so it's all um, individual PNG layers that I'll create an Illustrator first on a, on a grid, a pixel grid, export all of those, and then I'll run them through sort of an autogen soft, software, that, like a script, basically, that spits out all the different there you go. permutations. And this is the, the figures of like the totals of what combinations are out there. So zero traits is just a flat color. And then six traits or attributes, whatever you want to call them, is the full works. And Travis, then, do you have your atomic hub up? I want to see you open yours. I know you've got, let me stop sharing here. You open yours first and then I'll open mine because we each have one here. 
and then we can go down to traits and see what we've got. You guys go support. It's 150 wax for one of them. Uh, I think it's really, really important to support these independent projects. They don't all, you know, the super creative don't all have the budget that some of these bigger projects have for the marketing. And so that's why we like to bring them on here. He tossed us, you know, a couple punks and uh, we're going to open them up live and see what we get. All right. Well, let's see here. Where, where exactly do I, do I open it up on Nefty Blocks? Uh-huh. Yeah. You just go to the, um, the tab there where it says my packs. <clears throat> I, I bought a few also. Yeah, I wanted to buy something. I'm going to buy something. See what you get. There's a couple of um, there's a couple of rare ones in there. I'm waiting for number four two five. Forty five. Four. What's, what's number four two five? That's that's okay. the the one that I favor most. Um, that's a special one. Huh? Keen to see you get that. Travis, do you want me to go first? Well, I'm going to show you my show my screen here. Where do okay. I do it? I see so, managed collection. So go go to um, up in the top, type forward slash C in the in the URL, forward slash C, forward slash imposter punks. This is it's really important for those of you who do use Nefty Blocks for your thing to make sure that in your description when you template up that you have that URL in there because people are getting conditioned to go look there for where do I do these. Then on the left side, you go to the uh, my packs. So this is imposter punk, not imposter punk. So that is a key thing. Do you have both of them? Do they both go to the same place? Like, it's, it's, like, it's down to the 12, the 12 characters in, in the <coughs> ah, in project the name on, on Atomic Hub. So Gotcha. Imposter punk it is. Yeah. So that's it. Perfect. All right. So I'm going here now to my packs. Pack it up. Unpack it. All right. So there is inside this, there is a one of one. Every one of these is a one of one. So everybody gets to feel special when they open up. Boom. And then uh, Pete can walk us through. Transaction declares some error. I, I, I just checked my resources. I got 12% uh, CPU and less than 1% on the other two. So something screwy. Let me check mine because uh, I checked it. Just you might need some RAM on your end potential. You try it, Joel. See if you're getting that error. All right. Let me uh, open up on, on mine here. I'm going to pull your screen down and bring mine up. And let's see what happens. Click on this guy right here. And survey says, nope, I'm, I'm good. It's on your end. Something, something, something. I got number 1061. Uh, so is that a one trait card right there? That is, yeah. So that's, I'll have to go back to the actual site to see the, basically, that is, I, I put it on the side. So yeah, so 100, 149 of those. So yeah, so he's a pretty he's a pretty rare one. It's like because uh, um, the the majority of them are going to fall in here. The majority, yeah, the majority are in there, and then obviously in addition to the number of traits and attributes, we've got in the same sort of fashion as the crypto punks, we've got zombies, apes, and aliens. So if you get a one trait alien, that's extremely rare in the sense that there's only. I don't know, maybe 15 aliens, I think, something like that, in the whole 2000. I'm going to grab another one. Now, here, let me see. All right, let me uh, unshare mine. Go ahead. What we, what, so let's make this teachable. What was wrong? that? You what I did was I just un, I uh, logged out of Nefty Blocks and just logged back in. And then okay. a lot of it works. There was something hicking up, hiccuping over there on that. 1321. What are we looking at here? Yeah, so you got yourself a zombie there with three traits, so that's pretty decent to be fair. Right on. You please Thank you, the creator. That's nice. Mm -hmm. He's awesome. I'm gonna actually now that I can snag some, I'm gonna snag some packs, baby. Treat yourself, knock yourself out. Treat myself <laughs> nice, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Alien is rare. All right, let me, I'm going to open up uh, this guy I just bought here, and uh, it's this one. I'm saving. I got some lower mint ones I bought before you and I spoke, Pete. But so I got cool. 99, 100, 101. I'm just I'm holding those. 
So I like the yeah. way it kind of feels like uh, you know, a casino. You know, it's spinning and what's what's it gonna land on? If I time it right, will it land on the one I want? Boom. Put it to the test. There we go. We got number 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 one, number 1208. So he looks like what he's got a headband on right there. That's it, yeah. Three traits there. So the backpack colors a trait. There's the eyes, you got head, gear, hats. That sort of thing. So he's this guy. I'm glad he's not smoking. I want my imposter post to be healthy, and uh, smoking is bad. Smoking a joint, bro. How come you don't have one with a joint? <laughs> <laughs> Should we just stuck? Yeah, just stuck with the pipes and the uh, cigarettes for now. We have one with the bomb. <laughs> could, could could come into it later on. You never know. All right, I'm gonna open up. I got a couple packs, Joe. I'm gonna open up. All right, do it. Do it. Let's see. You. Come on, let's get an alien, Travis. Everybody sent sent Travis alien vibes. Alien vibes. Smoking a bong, smoking a bong. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna find that. I think if you found that, that would be ultra super mega rare because it doesn't exist. It's it's a very high mint. Boom. All right, he's got yeah. portraits. One, two, three, yeah. four, and there, yeah. So, but yeah, backpack. We've got trousers, belts, hats, eyes, and smokes. So, All right. Uh, up the traits and then the the actual body color. This six body colors. I like he's got a blue hat, baby. I normally rock a blue hat today. I'm wearing a black one, but that's my. I like that one. I like his pants too. He's very fancy with his pants. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what else you got, Trav. I'm gonna do another one. Well, you said you wanted to. What I like is when they pop up. They all say number one. That just makes me happy. Like who doesn't like to see number one? Next to their mix. I'm not in my, uh oh, wait, hold on, I'm going to jump on and share my screen. Hello, fellas. You were. Oh, then I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, damn, look you. at this guy. He's like, hold on a second. He's looks straight out of YMCA. Uh, the, village <laughs> the village punk. He's the village. He's So that's a four, four trait deal on him? Uh, three. So the hot eyes and trousers there. Okay. What about the backpack? The color is the skin. So the, yeah, if the backpack's the same color as the, the body, then that's not a trait. Man, I got all threes, fours, and threes, brother. So those are pretty good. I did I did all right. That's always pretty smart. Nice. Well, thank you, Pete. Yes, yeah, cool stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna ping you uh, offline, Pete, because I want to chat with you about something. Sounds like a plan. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, man. You guys go check it out. Imposterpunks.com. Go support independent creators like Pete, the creator. He's such a creator. It's in his name. Oh, man. Pete is neat. You like his <laughs> name. <laughs> All right, man. We'll catch up with you later, bro. Lovely job. Take Thanks, care. Buddy. Thank you very much for having me on. Cheers. See you, brother. Yeah, Bye -bye. yeah. I like that dude. Yeah, me too. He's, he's, he's a friendly scouse. Yeah, uh, that's it's that's cool stuff. I just I love seeing people doing different things in the space. Um, and, there, and, and speaking of different things, there's two sites that I want to point out. Uh, we talked about them before, but I think they're worthy of looking at again. One of them is Wax.Guide. Um, these guys are keeping a uh, a pretty good calendar of the, all the different projects that are coming and really trying to keep up with all the things. I miss the cat head pumps drop. Damn it. Dude, I miss it. Yeah, so this is really interesting. This is William Quigley, not the same William Quigley, just for the record, the artist <laughs> William Quigley is, uh, is, is doing the drop of uh, these packs of Babe Ruth um, cards commemorating his career in three different variations, common, epic, and legendary. I think we can actually see what some of the cards look like here on the medium post. Let's see. Uh, well, they're not animated here. I was hoping we would see some of them. Wow, it says artist William Quigley and William E. Quigley of Wax collaborate to combine crypto, contemporary art, and Pulitzer Prize winning The Babe Bows Out in a series of unforgettable NFTs to immortalize The Babe's legacy. Very cool. 
So how much are one of these going to be? Uh, each one, it's a hundred bucks per pack and it contains one NFT. So this is, uh, this is art that you're buying here. This is not your standard collectible. And I love seeing this. I love seeing the bar being raised because <clears throat> we've been very conditioned to, you know, pay a buck, two bucks, three bucks for a card. And then we've had like the land sales come along and then we get conditioned to spend, you know, 300 bucks for a piece of land. And so I think, you know, spending this for a piece of art from a, a, a famous artist, I think is very reasonable. And, uh, you know, we do this with the Bitcoin collection. You know, if you could picture the, the Bitcoin collection as a pack, uh, you know, you're buying one piece of art for, for $999. Check this out. I love it that there's 714. There I love that there's 714 of them. You know why? Because that's the number of home runs. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. So here's what they look like right here, Trap. You can see there's the common. Um, I like that even the common is animated, right? It's not just a still common. So even you if you look badass on a wall, like on your display. Uh-huh. Even if you get a common, those are really cool. Epics, 8.4% chance. And then the legendaries, there's only three of them in the 714 pack. So if this splash of color comes out, ba-boom. I'm buying, no question. I'm, I'm in. If I can get one, if I can get one, four days, 19 hours is when this is going to happen. So wax.guide is a great resource to uh, be able to Find stuff. You guys should bookmark that. The other one, actually, there's two other ones. NFT, it's insider. Maybe it's .io. Let's see. I think there's three sites right now that are really keeping up with space. Yes, this one. NFT Insider. Uh, they actually do a This Week in Wax um, thing right here that shows you. Look at this. All of the things that are, are happening that week. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wax getting fancy. And then the other one is NFTHorizon.io. So there's three sites. You should bookmark all of them. And this is a great way to keep up with. Look at this. Look at all this stuff happening. NFTHorizon.com? .io. That's yeah. What I meant, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, some great resources for you guys to uh, to check out right there. Question mark Olympians? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, and of course, we have our Bitcoin collection. Is it, have you updated the site yet, Trav? Or are you still working on that? Uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin collection. Yeah, the Bitcoin collection's up and running. Uh, you sent me an embed code somewhere, but I've not updated the site with that. Okay. Yeah, we need to update this but you guys can just go to nifty.deals forward slash elite and it will take you to the pre-release drops yesterday's 4.2 wax went very fast they happened for five days in a row at um, 2011 to commemorate 2011 uh, eastern daylight which is 8 11 p.m edt and uh See if anybody can figure out, I'm not going to say yet what these are, but each one of these are named after a date. And these are all M blue creations. And so tonight, the quantity of those available goes down. Uh, yesterday's, there was 2011 of each. Today, there's 1001 of each. And they're available for 2.1 wax each. And then the following day, the quantity drops again. These are number five and six, two a day. And then nifty.deals forward slash elite two takes you to the two remaining days. Um, so quantity again drops here as the price increases. These are going to get rarer and rarer. They get cooler. And then finally, the legendary ones. M blue took our coins here to a whole new level. Stuff you've been doing, Travis, is awesome. It's nice to have, you know, variation and, uh, and see something different here. For sure. That's why I, I, whenever I ask him to do it, I go, oh, by the way, <clears throat> if you're going to do the one of one of 21, what about maybe uh, knocking out the uh, <clears throat> the the coins as well? And he's like, oh, yeah. 
And then finally, on the 21st, as always, this is when the art piece goes on sale. There's only going to be 21 of them. Uh, people will be rushing to purchase this non-transferable claim token. And when you do, uh, you will then, after the sale's over, all 21 are done, we will do a live random drop. And uh, let me see if I can actually pull that up and show, because we showed it on Hero Report last night, but we have not yet shown it to uh, the viewers of the Nifty Show. So let me find it. Ah, here it is. Okay, so for many, this is going to be a debut. Um, I'm going to share my screen here, turn on the sound. This is M Blue's original creation. Um, that uh, is the one of 21. It's called Bitcoin 2011, the future to come. I'm going to go, tell me if you can see this full screen trap. Does that show up full screen now? Yeah, yeah. All right, here, here we go. In the first half of 2011, the awareness and hope in Bitcoin valuably proliferates. The stage is set for a major rally, and in the second quarter, its price skyrockets. Though this jump is enormously significant, its true purpose in Bitcoin's journey is to highlight the future to come. ever from prolific multimedia artist M Blue with music by Yoshi Kondo and it's playing again and so of Yoshi coins that we had on the, uh, the show last week uh, these are going to go in an instant so good luck is there anything like 2009 and 2010 they're gone like that and sometimes Joel doesn't even get one yeah I didn't I didn't get the first month I believe I got um, I got one of uh, last month's piece, the Puma, Pumiana piece. I did not get the Veza piece, and I want one of these. I want one of all of them. I think, like, when you line these things up in the future and see this full gallery commemorating the price of Bitcoin year by year, I mean, who knows, right? We're so early in this. It's so It's so fresh. Such a fun collection. Glad we decided to do it. And glad you guys decided to tune in. Thank you for... Uh... Tuning in to episode, was this episode 67? Mint number? We're about, we're, we're about to mint it, right? Yeah, it's templated. It's about to be minted. Uh, and we're about to say thanks again for watching. And until next time, we shall catch you soon. Please keep it nifty. Because it's the only way to keep it. Or you can wrap it up in foil and we'll put it in the freezer for later. But it's best to just keep it. Let's keep it fresh. Wrap it up. Ooh.